On the words of this week's parsha, where it says that Yitzchak was saying, I don't know the day that I will die. Dr. Rashi, Rashi explains, Rabbi Shuban Karcha said, If a person reaches the general time when his, fa- his parents died, he should worry five years before the date that they die, and five years after the age that they died. Yitzchak was at that time 123 years old. Omar so he figured maybe my his time is according to his mother's age when she passed away. So she died at the age of 127 years old. So I, I am now within five years of the age when she passed away. Therefore, I don't know if this is the time when I will die. Maybe it's according to my mother's age, maybe it's according to my father's age. So therefore he said, I don't know when I will die. He means that he's within the range of when it's possible that it could happen. So we have to understand about this Rashi. Number one, Why does Rashi need to have an explanation about why Yitzchak said, I don't know when I'll die? When Yitzchak himself spelled out the reason, he said, Yitzchak said, Behold, I have become old. So in other words, Yitzchak gave the reason, I'm old, I'm aged, perhaps I will die. I became old, and the father is laid out to I I don't know if this is the time. Number two, Rashi bringing the nomer from the Bala Maimer. Why does Rashi have to quote it in the name of Rabbi Shua ben Karcha, who said it? Usually, what what are we missing in this explanation? Was the idea that by knowing, as the Pirush of Rabbi Shua ben Karcha, if we know that Rabbi Shua ben Karcha said it, that now we'll understand a certain difficulty which comes up in the explanation because Rashi doesn't quote the name of the person that said it unless there's something to contribute to the understanding of what he's saying by knowing who said it. So what is it that we need to know by knowing the name of Rabbi Shuvan Korcha? Base is the beer in them, so the explanation of this is. In the Friedrichen Seder and the previous Seder state, the Pasuk says, Vayivarach alakim is Yitzchak, that Hashem blessed Yitzchak. Taich Rashi, Rashi explains, Nisyara Avram levarachas Yitzchak. Avram was afraid to give a blessing to Yitzchak. Because he saw that Esav was going to come forth from Yitzchak. So he was afraid that, uh, you know, the bracha, the blessing that he gives to Yitzchak will also extend to Esav. And he didn't know if that was the right thing. Omar, so he said, Yobabala brachas, let the master of blessings, meaning Hashem himself, let him give the blessing to whom he wants to, to whom he thinks it's right. That's why Hashem himself gave the blessing to Yitzchak, not as would typically be done, that the father would give his blessing to the son. So according to this passage, 
since this is the case, so the question comes up in regards to our Pasuk. When Yitzchak had a blessing directly from Hashem himself, from the Mbala Brachas, from the master of all blessings. Certainly that blessing would include also long life. Yitzchak should not have been concerned about his age at 123 years old, that he might die at this age. And the proof is Avram Avram and Saru also had their blessing from Hashem. They lived past the age of 123. So it's true that Saru only lived a few years past the age of 123, but certainly at 123 and at that time was not a time to be concerned about dying. The Riva especially not for somebody who had a blessing from Hashem himself. The Riva Rashi, that's why Rashi says, as Yitzchak that Yitzchak was concerned because was er had the greich, the fun was the greich, the elte was is up gerukt fünf Jahre von seinem Muttersptire, because he reached an age which was only five years within five years of the age that his mother died. Umit hinenazakanti. So when the Pasuk says, Behold, I am aged, I am old, it didn't mean I became old. That's not what he meant by that. Because for him, <coughs> it's, that's not called old. 123, a person that got a blessing from Hashem, which certainly included long life, 123 years, was still young. So what does he mean I became old? I came to a certain age. I came to an age which is already within the range of when his mother passed away. So therefore, that is a time for me to already be concerned, to be thinking about this. Maybe this is the time that I am allotted in life. However, this could leave a question. How does this rule uh, of a person could die within five years of their parents. How does that uh, uh, fit? Because Yitzchak lived way beyond that. He lived to the age of 180. Way past the five years within his mother's age of dying. So that's why Rashi goes on to explain further. As in them, that there are different ways in which a person is able to die. It can either happen five years before the age of the parent or five years after the age of the parent. And even when we talk about the age of the parent, it could be either the mother's age or the father's age. So in the case of Yitzchak, who lived to 180, so by him it turned out to be in, uh, in within the range of his father's age of death, 175, Avram died, and it happened five years after his father's age. Gimel. So it would seem that that there still remain even after Rashi explains this, there still remains a question, which is the bracha was the Ebishta hot gebench Yitzchak and this blessing that Hashem gave to Yitzchak Katar Givis Gibrachta Yisafin Zainaprate Achaim 
when Avadin Etzamachayim Gufa would certainly have added to the quality of his life, and certainly it would have added to life itself. Meaning to say that he would have longer life than would normally be expected because Hashem gave him a blessing. That means there is an extension um, inherent in that blessing. He would have lived longer than he would have naturally been expected to live because of Hashem's blessing. So therefore, even according to the natural process, a person lives uh, can live within five years of their father's passing, the age of their father's, their parents' passing. So therefore, the blessing that Hashem gave to Yitzchak should have given him an extension on the normal expectation of life, which is five years past a parent's age of dying. So then the question comes, uh, has to be asked. Number one, why then did Yitzchak live no more than 180 years? That's what anyone would have expected to live possibly to 180 years. But with the blessing of Hashem, for Yitzchak, the age of 180 would have been something that would have been expected even naturally. So where is this extension, this long life that should have been included in the blessing of Hashem? Number two that we need to understand. The same question could be asked also in regards to us to 123. Why did Yitzchak at our age 123 say already, I don't know, maybe I'm going to die soon? That would have been the earliest age that he could have expected to die based on his mother's short life of 127 years and five years before that. But anyone would expect to live at least that long. That would have been five years less than the shorter of his two parents' lifespan. And Hashem's blessing certainly would have added something to that. So what the yarn to that number of years that he would live? Why would then, the moment he entered into what one, the shortest possible lifespan, naturally he was already concerned about his life, about death. At, Hashem's bracha would have at, at least extended his life somewhat more than even the shortest expectation of life for somebody like Yitzchak. The beer in them. So the explanation is this. When Avram was 100 years old and Sarah was 90 years old. They were already referred to in the Pasuk, in the Torah, as elderly, and which means they had lived their days. Shenarain in uh, in which means that they had already accumulated all of their days. 
all the years, all the days that they had been allotted in life, at 190, 100 for Avram, and 90 for Sarah, they had already used up all of their allotted life. That was their life expectation, says the Torah. The fact that they lived longer than that, that was because Hashem gave them a blessing. So therefore, their life was extended for Sarah to 127, so 37 years. For Avram, another 75 years. So according to this, it would seem that that from a natural perspective, on the Brach of Nebuchadnezzar, without Hashem's blessing, had Yitzchak, since we the natural lifespan of Avram was a hundred, Sarah only ninety. So from the from what he could have expected naturally, Yitzchak could only have expected at most a hundred and five years. Five years passed, what his father would have lived under natural circumstances. Five years longer than the hundred years which Avram had been allotted on the Broche without that special blessing of Hashem, Fazain Fater, which his father had received. But in Perik Avaisa, main the Yarem Vazan in Zeir Perik, Nijde Brachav and Balabrachas. Because when it says a person should be concerned within the span of his parents' life, that means the span that is naturally allotted for the parents' life, not a blessing which somebody got directly from Hashem, the master of all blessing, which extended the life past then, that's not where he was looking for it to, because the natu- he was looking at the natural lifespan. Therefore, both in the facts as they are, and also in the way Yitzchak understood it, the Yitzchak already had he was already 123 years old, well past 105, which he could have expected naturally. So the blessing of Hashem had already done, given him an extra 18 years. And he was even, even given the same number of years that the bracha, that Hashem's bracha gave his father. How do we find that? In fact, Yitzchak lived 180 years. When in them had the bracha gehat meisig given 75 years, of the 105 years was a volt am am hechstens the greichnet had him say the ragel. That was 75 years more than what he could have expected at the most, based on his father's age. His father lived to 100 years old, naturally would have expected to live to 100. Add another five years to that, because it could be five years more than that, so 105. In fact, he lived to 180, so he got 75 years as a blessing from Hashem. Mit fünf Jahren mehr von dem Vaters bestimmt zu 100 Jahren. Und das ist Punkt wie demselben Schom Jahren, was der Brach hat zugegeben, sein Vater Avram, which is exactly the amount of years that Hashem that Hashem's blessing gave to his father. He, he, at a hundred, he had used up all of his allotted time, and he actually lived to 175. So Hashem's blessing gave Avram 75 years, old, years, and gave Yitzchak 75 years, from 105 to 180. 
was hat gelebt 175 Jahren, mehr von der bestimmten 100 Jahre Kanal, which is 175 years more than he could have expected. And that was also what Yitzchak was thinking. Because he was already thinking about that when he got within five years of when his mother passed away, he was thinking maybe his a lot of time is five years less than that. Is there What's the calculation that he made? Because the blessing already gave him the same amount as it had given his mother, as Hashem's blessing had given his mother. How so? Her natural lifespan would have been 90 years old. And through Hashem's blessing, she lived to the age of 127. 37 which is 37 years more than she would have nat- uh, she would have naturally expected. So Yitzchak was already calculating this way. Possibly that his lifespan could be only his mother was expecting to live to 90. So his lifespan could end at 85. It's possible that that's what he was given. Which is five years less than his mother expected to live, the lifespan that she naturally expected to live. So just as Hashem's blessing gave his mother 37 years extra over the 90 that she expected, so for Yitzchak, from the age 85, which possibly could have been his naturally expected lifespan, five years less than his mother, and now he's 122 years old, which is 37 years past that, so therefore, it's, that might be Hashem's blessing, giving him an extra 120, uh, 37 years. So he got his uh, blessing from Hashem, 130, extra 37 years, to age 122. So now that he's 123, so now what is he, he's living on borrowed time now, possibly. So therefore, that's when he began to worry, that's when he began to think, maybe it's his time. Hey, but there is another difficulty with this. Rashi schreibt früher, Rashi said already earlier, as Avram is nifte gewarn fünf Jahre vor dem Zeit mit seinem eivischen zweiten Brache zu Avramen, that Avram actually passed away five years before he was expected to pass away because of another Brache that Hashem gave him, which was Tove Beseve Teva, that he would die in a good age, in a good age. Um, aging. He would have aged well. What did he mean by aged well? That he shouldn't have to suffer to see how his grandson goes off in the wrong direction. That's a terrible thing for Avram to have to see how Asa became a, a sinner and so on, a wicked person. So Hashem said, I'll, I'll take him away before he has to witness that. And that's why he died five years earlier so that he could age well without having the heartache of seeing that. Since Avram 
the original brachet comes out of Hashem, his life should have gone to 180. He was taken away five years or, earlier for a separate reason. Kum dan so it comes out as Yitzchakot oich gehad bracha, so that Yitzchak would have also expected that bracha that that Avram lived 180 and zusammen mit dem fünf Jahren nach mehr von Perak Aviv, and therefore his life could have been extended five year extended five years past that. So Yitzchak's life expectation with Hashem's bracha could have been 185. So Yitzchak should have lived to 185. Why should he be taken away early? Just because Avram was taken away five years early for another reason. So Yitzchak's bracha could have extended to 185. Why did he die at 180? And the answer to this is Rashi Meramiz in the Mtsugigebenim Inyan. That's how Rashi answers by adding the name Amr Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha, that he says it in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha. What is that answer? In Gemara, Verdetzel, the Gemara tells a story that Natsol Tanoim, about a number of Tanoim, of the sages of the Mishnah, by Velchem and Gifrekt, Racht Yomim. They were asked, a number of them were asked, why did you live such a long lifespan? To what do you attribute your long life? Each one of them said a number of things what caused his life, what caused him to live a long life. Things in which he was particularly careful. Because of this, because of those few things that they mentioned, that's why he merited long life. The same question, why did you live a long life, was asked to Rabbi Shulma Karcha as well. And he answered one thing. I never looked focused, I never stared at the, the image of a wicked person. He attributed his long life to this one thing. So this one thing that he was careful about, he was always careful not to stare, not to look, not to focus, at the image of a, at the face and so on, of a wicked person. Zetman the Funsom is from this we see, as Rabbi Shua ben Karcha halt, that Rabbi Shua ben Karcha is of the opinion, that being careful not to st- look at the uh, face of a of a wicked person, Alain, for that alone is shokol connected kamiyonim is as important as those other things, number of things was bringing yomim, other things which other sages said gave reasons why they lived to a long life. He only gave one reason, so to him this one reason is equal to those reasons which they give. They gave. So from the positive, of course, we understand the negative, that if one does look at the image of a, per, of a wicked person, when a person does look at the face of a wicked person, this diminishes long life. Now we can understand why Yitzchak lived five years short of what his possible lifespan could have been. 
er hat nicht er hat sich nicht ausgemitten von der Status mit Wuschul Esau, because Yitzchak did not refrain from looking at Esau. When Agam er hat nicht gewusst, dass er ist ein Rasha, and even though it's true that he did not know, Yitzchak did not realize that Esau was a wicked person. Still, because he used to look at him, and you know, he had no reason not to, but he was looking at him, it was his son. As, so that caused, as from the 185 years, so he had learned that from the 185 years that he should have lived, so the sum of should be diminished from that extra, the extra that he should have expected, five was taken away. Und der Berchus Hashem hat aufgetan, er soll meidach yom sein wie Peter Gabim, and therefore the blessing of Hashem only served to give him the same expected lifespan as his father, including the blessing. His father should have lived to 180, so he too will live to 180, but not the extra five years that he could have also expected because of the bracha of Hashem. Vav. In Pirush Rashi is the Chfaran Oich Yenishul Teira. Every Rashi also has the uh, the wine, the uh, the side, the the undercurrent of the uh, of Teira. Does was Yitzchak had made given gehat. The fact that Yitzchak was why was he afraid? As an is Yorim Velunzaim at fifth year Venikav Perikimah. That is his lifespan would be five years less than his mother's. Which would have been the least amount of life which naturally could be expected. And even there, he counted from the actual life that she had 127 years. That's how long she actually lived. Notwithstanding, and he could have understood, he should have understood that his mother really was expected to live longer. But it's only because she heard the news, the Sutton told her that Yitzchak was brought and the Akedah, which made her think that Yitzchak died, was shechted, and therefore she died suddenly. In other words, she died before she would have been expected to die. So Yitzchak was only counting how much she actually lived not even how much she was expected to live. He's the Tama Pnimidifun. The reason for this is, because Yitzchak represented Kavagvura, discipline. That's why Yitzchak measured everything in life in the view of discipline, of Gvura. Das is given Yitzchak's Hanhage, not in but that was only the way Yitzchak saw things in regards to his own, to himself. He measured himself according to Gvura, discipline. But when he gave a blessing to somebody else, his blessing was given in the opposite, the extreme opposite of that. The most possible bracha that he could give, the greatest possible bracha that he could give. His blessing included heaven, his blessing included the best of the heaven, the best of the earth. Even when talking about the heaven, it's from the dew of the heaven, which means the best that heaven has to offer. Dew is better than rain. 
And Mishmani Aratmish means the fattest of the land, not just ordinary produce that the land can give, but the best that the uh, land could give. This the kind of blessing that in which he, what he spelled out was even more than Yaakov gave to his children and what Moshe gave to, to the Jewish people as a whole. His blessing expressed the greatest and the best. So when he looked at himself, he always measured himself in the least possible way. He always considered perhaps only less but other people deserve only the best. And that's the lesson to the to Eviyid. is Yitzchak is Yitzchak has Yitzchak as one of his patriarchs. And therefore Eviyid contains somewhat something from Yitzchak as well. And therefore, therefore, when a yid, even if for yourself, you want to behave, conduct yourself in limited, you want to be careful about everything, you want to restrict yourself in the way you spend, in the way you uh, live, and so on. And that's why he's very particular and he does everything in the most stringent way possible. That's only as far as you're concerned. When it comes to another yid, you have to conduct yourself according to chesed, to, to the dictates of chesed, of kindness. That you, your attitude to other yidin should be in all with only the best in and to give him whatever you can in the best way possible. Without any limitations at all. Bis to the hechste must until it reaches the highest possible uh, measure of good, which is from the dew of heaven and the fat of the land, which is in this week's parish, of course, the blessing that Yitzchak gave to Yaakov.